Welcome to All In. I'm Rick Jordan. Today, I'm the CEO of a large technology company, but in 2007, I lost it all. And now I'm here to share the lessons I've learned and the strategies my guests have used to build success from the bottom up. And in every episode, you'll get something to reach for and something to grab onto, whether it's personal development, business, technology, or giving back. You'll be able to ignite the spark in your life to make that change and transformation. So 10 years down the road from now, you'll be able to look back and say, I don't even know that person that I was. I'm so glad I decided to rise. I'm so glad I decided to stand up and actually begin to start to ignite the spark, to go all in. Welcome back to All In with Rick Jordan. I am Rick Jordan. I am all about making more money, doing more good, and having more fun. On every single show, I ask everybody to pull out one thing. You know, if you've gotten one thing out of this, I ask you to share this with one friend. That's it. Help somebody else learn what you have. That's what it is. And I heard a little yes over there because I got Sarah Han with me. Hey, hey. Hey, this is so great. I'm so excited. I know. First time. I know. This is crazy. Don't worry, your your nerves are going to go away. It's <laughs> <Hopefully>. cool. <laughs> they are. I just went on this long rant before the show, and I think all of it got recorded, which is great. You know, maybe I can go back and listen to it at some point. But I was starting to get into. Uh, we were talking a little bit about office culture before we came on, and yep. I'm, I just want to tell this story. Then we can go into anything else because this was so funny to me because I was trying to encourage a salesperson, right? To, sell more and to get their mindset on this because it was a shift in focus and everything. And you talk about being all in, at least I talk about being all in all the time. And I love all races. I love every single one of God's creations that's on this earth. It doesn't matter. All human beings. And I love the movie Jerry Maguire you know, from years ago, too. And when he's like, we got Cuba Gooding Jr. and Tom Cruise, who are going back and forth, and Cuba's like, show me the money. He's like, no, you got to say, I love black people. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up, but I was trying to get this dude to say it. I'm like, no, here's what you got to do, man. You got to show up in like some Puma, okay, or something <laughs> like that in the office this coming Monday, and that'll show me that you're serious, okay? Because show me the money. Show me the money. You got to hit your numbers. So I knew that he wasn't going to, but what did I do? I showed up in all Puma, in like a Puma running suit. It was fantastic, just to prove the point. It was the only time I wore. Do you remember what, what oh, it looked like? Oh, yeah, it, it was awesome. It was I got to say it in a nice way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I walk print. in and I did a double take, and I was like, do I ask or do I just leave it? <laughs> and I knew the backstory a little bit, but I. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was yep. fun. You got your point across, that's I sure for sure. Yep. yep, right on. I wore that all day long. I would have loved to go to see some clients that day, yeah. too. It's comfy. It is comfy. Yeah. It's very comfy. It fits weird. I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> I've got a decent V-shape, and this thing is like a box. I don't know why it's a box. The shirt was a box. Hmm. I wouldn't understand why a running suit that's like a size large would be a box. Why would it be a box? One size fits all. I guess so. It didn't fit me shape, very well. I'm not sure. One shape. <laughs> awesome. Shape. I'm so happy you're here. Yeah, me too. We're gonna have some good, good conversation here. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah. We always do every day. Yeah, and that I mean that flows into what I was thinking of talking about, and that's work culture, office culture, and that it's exactly what reach out in our office is. Like it's just goofy, and you, we get our points across. Doing crazy stuff. Yeah, and we it's do. fun. <laughs> like, you know, you said you had your assistant order that and yep. 
Well, I need this. Yeah. She's like, what are you? What in the world are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, no, I need this. Okay. And she slacked me. She's like, I don't know why Rick needs this, but oh, he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God, don't ask questions. Just do it. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, for sure. I, I was really going for some FUBU, you know, but FUBU, I didn't even know this because that was a big thing, you know, years ago, but that's Damon John, you know, right. and he... He sold the company, I guess, and now it's in Walmart or something like that. It's just like a brand. That's really, really sad. I remember when I was going through high school, Champion was the big deal. And now that's just a brand that's in Walmart, too. Champion used to be this high-end luxury sports brand, and now it's in Walmart, too. Times change. It's kind of crazy. Yep. But squirrel, anyways. Squirrel! (laughs) Squirrel! (laughs) I'm excited that you're here because this was just kind of brought to us and said, hey, let's do a podcast with the two of you. Because you yeah. came here with me just to hang out, and we could get some work done on the event that's coming up, too, mm-hmm. with the, the All In Growth Conference, which I'm super excited about. Yes, yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be kick-ass. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever sworn on this show, too. How about oh. that? Because that's how I feel. You know, I, sometimes there's I, – I don't often, but sometimes there's just certain phrases that have to apply. But that, okay, so this show is PG now instead oh, of G. Man. There we go. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. Kids. I don't think that, that doesn't qualify for an explicit tag, does it? Yes. Good. <laughs> Still safe. Woo. Yes. So what's on your mind? No, I, I was just thinking about when we were talking about culture, just the differences of where I came from before, before I came on with you and reach out yeah. um, and to to see the differences in culture and the people you work with and how much that makes a difference. That's cool. And, you know, loving going to work, not just because you love what you do, but you love the people that you're around, you love just the atmosphere, everything. Yeah. I mean, it all ties together. Um, And not everyone has that. And I don't think everyone realizes how important that is until they're in an environment that's, you know, toxic, has like toxic culture, or they just hate the people. And then, you know, they're stuck and they don't want to make a change, but they wish you know they're unhappy and yeah. it's just it's this revolving door of unhappiness and but then when you do get into an atmosphere and a, a, a wonderful culture it's it's like why did i stay in that position for so long beforehand um, but i think it's hard to to make that move i guess for a lot of people i'm sure it is yeah i mean culture isn't i guess the very first thing that most people think about you know, and I, I spoke on this last week at a conference too. I was talking about culture and how it relates back to numbers and metrics. You know, half the room loved me, half the room hated me. You know, I get the feedback, but <laughs> whatever. But that actually showed me the ones that were really in. These are business owners too. The ones that actually cared about culture because the ones that didn't really give me positive feedback. And it was just a spectrum. I think I was t- telling you this this morning, right? Mm-hmm. It was just the two polar opposites. And I figured that would be the case because uh, it was ratings of one to five, and half the room was all once saying that, you know, just, just uh, there was even one comment of weak, you know, as a speaker. I'm like, hey, whatever. And then on the other side, you're seeing, oh my gosh, such a complex topic. This is great. I want to hear more. Very dynamic speaker. You know, it's a, and I think I told you, you know, this is what I've always said is that 50% of people, especially when you're in business, are just going to hate you no matter what. Well, not hate you, but just not like you. And then you have to focus on the other half that does. And that's, I mean, that's, maybe I try to skew that a little bit around the office too, because I, I don't want to have anybody that's a B player. Everyone's got to be an A player. Everyone's got to be all in. Everyone has to ascribe to this culture that we've built. 
And I love where you came from. I'm doing a lot of talking here because I want to hear more from no, you too. Because okay. I do want you to tell some people some inside scoop too, and how I am <laughs> around. Sure. I, and I want to hear from your perspective. Yeah, it's it's cool to, just to hear about me from other people, not in a narcissistic kind of way or anything, but just I like hearing the perspectives, you know, and how right. you see everybody else. Yeah. So just a backstory. I came from an office of um, people who were quite a bit older than me. Um, and I kind of just stayed in my lane. I did what I had to do. Um, but I guess no one was really investing in me and you know giving me the right tools um, to, to learn more, yeah. to move forward. Um, really wasn't much of a social environment at all. It was kind of I went to work, I did what I needed to do. I, I left, you know. Um, but then when I was hired by Rick, it was like a whole new world. But I, even from then, when I got hired to now, it's, it's changed a lot. It has, yeah. And that was, what, two, two and a half years ago? Something like that, yeah. Almost. Um, so, when, my, when I first came on, I just noticed a shift in just, you know, people are what, people talk to you, you know? People ask how you are doing outside of work. <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. not just about your job. It's They genuinely care about you as a person. I think yeah. that's great. Um, and but I, also, I oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that, like, also just... People at our office are, will help you with anything. Yeah, you know, even if it's outside their realm, like, what can I do? What can you know? Can I help you with this? Or, and I think that's great. And um, we just have so much fun. Yeah, we do. And Rick is a weirdo, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, no, he's maybe a little bit of a dork. You know, he's there. You know, first of all, you can smell him when he walks in the door. Wait, you smell him. You have like no one else wears cologne. I don't think in our office. So you, you walk oh, okay. in. So this is a good thing. Oh no, yes, definitely a good thing. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. With I'm that. sorry. All right. Definitely a good thing. No, I, everyone just knows you're there, and because Rick's always screaming something in a good way. He's always singing or just like randomly blurting things out, hitting glass when he walks by. So yeah, it's just a fun place to be, and he just lifts, tries to lift you up. When you're having a crabby day, <laughs> even when you try to resist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you uh, talking about yesterday? Yes, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, it, and there's always music playing in our office. It's not just like a boring place to be. And I think people, other entrepreneurs or business owners, miss that aspect a lot, or they don't think it's important. Yeah, to I saw incorporate those things. Right on, and that's what I saw in half the room. You know, at the event that I spoke at last week, and it, it saddens me. And that's okay because eventually they'll get it, or they'll stay small. They they really will because unless they invest in their people. Because I talked about this at West Point a couple of months ago too. At the, yes, the Military Academy West Point on three different ways of leading. Paying is one. Fear is another. Or actually, sorry, ways to get people to follow you. That's it. Yeah, leadership. <laughs> Forgetting my talk already. Oh, geez. Paying them as one, because right? that makes sense. Then, oh, Lord, my, my brain is going on me here. Yes, but the last one, anyway. So paying, fear is the second one, and inspiring is the last one. And I like to live in that last realm. First, you, you need to pay people, of course. You know, but, but fear fear is something that only lasts. I don't even know if you saw this talk yet. But fear is something where it only works for a short period of time. It will generate results. It absolutely will. And right. I've had bosses that I've seen before, not with me, but other people, say, you better do this or I'm going to fire you. 
yeah, that drives results. It sure does. It'll get them on their lane, on their track for just a couple of right. minutes. But not for a long term. <laughs> you got it. That's thing. stupid. Yeah, right. If you're doing that, if you do I'm just going to say this, and this is the straight truth. If you do this, you're a boss that says, hey, if you don't do this, I'm going to fire you. Or if you don't do this, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. You suck. You're a horrible leader. That's just that's ridiculous. That's bullying at that point. It you is, know? yes. And that's not right. Back on the happy things. Yeah. <laughs> Inspiration, yes. We're there back. we go. Hey. <laughs> I have a question for you. Please. So when you're hiring and you know somebody for yeah. a new position, um, how much of that hiring process or interviewing process is focused on like how they are going to fit with our culture? That's an interesting question. Now you're the host. How about that? Hmm. Yeah. Switching the... Oh, how the roles have turned. Yes, they are. <laughs> That's a really interesting question. I've made some really crappy hires in the past. And this is just me taking an honest look at myself to where I didn't even want to be involved in the process, at least 90% of the process anymore, because I had a friend who hit me up on this when we had a security agency, and I wanted to hire a buddy of mine who was going through a rough time. And he calls me up, and he's like, dude, we can't hire this guy. And like, well, why? What in the world? He's like, I just spent the last 20 minutes listening to him go on and on and on how he taught you everything that you know. He's like, his attitude's all wrong and all this. I'm like, oh, man. He's like, I, I realize that we have something in common. This was my buddy. He goes, we like to take in strays. And I'll never forget this because this was just a, just a, a shot straight to my heart because he was so dead on about this. And I realized that I always hired heart first. Meaning, if there was somebody in need, if there was somebody that was in a bad situation in life, that's who I would jump towards first. Even if there were other candidates that could do a better job, I thought that I could help this person. And that's why I realized that about myself. I've gotten better at that now, but I needed to remove myself from the process for a while and have everybody else determine. I mean, even when Kate came around, you know, Kate's my executive assistant, for those who don't know, I had somebody else from the outside find me her and go through this process and nail it down to just three people out of, there was literally like 300 resumes that came in. It was crazy. And when it got down to three people, all that other stuff had already been taken care of. So I knew that the three people that I was talking to now at this point, it's just a personality fit. It's mm -hmm. a culture fit. And I loved that process because it removed the weakness <laughs> of me from the entire hiring process. And Kate's awesome. Yeah, it worked out well. <laughs> it really did, yeah. yeah. So that's I'm like, this is how I want it all to be. Because I realized the weakness of myself that you know I was putting heart and compassion before the actual ability to do the job. Right. And every single person that I did that with did not pan out. Because they, they just, I'd literally almost like throw money at them saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you. You're in a rough spot in life. Cool. Let's do this. You know, I think you can learn the job. I think you, I, I know you might have some experience in this area. I think you could pull it around and, and have a good time with us. But no, they were just in a bad place in life. And in order to go super, super far, you have to have people that have the right mindset. And that was a learning experience for me. Uh, so did I answer your question? Yeah, I think no, I'm that was okay. Yep. <laughs> but it was it was a good self reflection for me too because I had to learn a lot more about myself in that process and sort of it, it's you know I just had the straight truth a little bit ago about bad leaders but 
now I'm talking about not hiring people and not helping people. But hear me in the right context. Don't hear what I'm not saying for everyone that's listening to this, too, and everybody in the room here also. It's not so much about that. What it really is is it's about protecting everybody else that's already within your organization. Yep. It's not not being a help to those people. But what's paramount is protecting those that are already in your tribe and not letting a wolf come in. That's what I learned through this whole thing because we did have some bad people. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah, we've been through. Yeah, and that, that was my fault. It was right. straight up my fault. Yeah, and it, it kind of derails things for not completely, but it just throws a different, I don't know, type of vibe. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's un, unsettling almost when that person's there. Yeah. And you know they're not a fit, but yep. it's. Yeah. What's really cool though is that everyone's more open with me now, and they'll tell them, "It's like Rick, Rick, what are you thinking?" You know, I mean, (laughs) yeah, we don't have anybody that's that's horrible. No, not at all. No, yeah, that's not the case. Everybody now is just really, really fantastic. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, we do. Almost too much sometimes. (laughs) We have wine and whiskey Wednesday. WWW. It's like the highlight of our. Wednesdays. Over Wednesdays. Yeah. It is. We look forward to that. Four o'clock every Wednesday. Yeah, we used to just, I remember this, we used to just, uh, and I'm talking a lot, sorry. Please oh, talk as fine. much as you want. Talk a lot. You're there with me in the office too, so you I get am, it. Yeah. <laughs> I love this because I noticed when we first started WWW that everyone would just grab their alcohol at four o'clock. And, you know, this, uh, to let you know where this came from, one, you know, since this is with inside a tech company, there's other businesses there too, but this is with inside a tech company, that why the WWW fits. And it's just pop culture. It's pretty fun too. Yeah. Wine and Whiskey Wednesday. But I toured a WeWork and a WeWork in Chicago had beer that was just, you know, a kegerator that was right there. I'm like, this is fantastic. And then I fell in love with the fruit water. Like, okay, we just need to do some of this stuff. So some of the office design inspiration when we did the rental this year was from WeWork and then plus my own flair and all that too. But this is why one of the reasons we do WWW. And I noticed that everyone was grabbing their wine or their whiskey because I'm a big fan of both, specifically scotch. When it Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> they were getting their glass and then taking it back to their office. And I'm like, well, this this yeah. isn't what I wanted. It was boring. It was, it was just like, oh, you're drinking by yourself. and Who wants to drink by themselves? Right. And That's the conversation sad, that... Sad emoji. No, yeah, it is. And like the conversations that we have in the situation room, we call it, are stuff that I don't think would ever come out unless yeah. we actually sat yeah. down and had those conversations over There's people that a drink. pour out their souls. Oh, yeah. At the time. And it's... I mean, it's awesome. I think it's awesome. And sometimes it's not even work-related Yeah. at all. It's just whatever's on our head or in our minds and yeah. on our hearts sometimes. And run with it. I love it. Yeah. It's well, been awesome. awesome. And the donuts are good, too. Oh, geez. <laughs> just some other pointers. Wow. Next topic. Yes. <laughs> because now you made me hungry. I'm sorry. That was oh, squirrel. Sweet, Sarah uh, Squirrel. Yeah. You are the first guest that's ever had a squirrel of your own. This is great. We need like music, and I wish I had a button right now that I could just press, and there would be just amazing things in here. Yeah, that's okay. My amazing producer is going to put something in. This is great. Woo. Okay. The something I want to hear from you because you're in, you're in marketing. You do you handle all, all of that, and you work wonderfully with Creative Media Group. You know, it's an awesome collaboration. Yep. Our external branding agency for everything and. I love, I'll tell you one thing that I love about you is that you are always soaking in everything that you can. 
And that's one of the things that makes you just so super awesome. And there's always new stuff that's being thrown at you. And that's one of the real cool things about what you do is that there's always new stuff that's coming up. Right. And I get crazy ideas all the time. It's like, okay, let's do this. You know, just like last week, all right, we need this done in six hours. Yeah, and I, I looked at him like he had six <laughs> heads, but we got it done. <laughs> we did, yeah, exactly. That stuff yeah. comes to a time crunch. But I, I know your degree is in marketing. Right. And at your previous job, you didn't have much of an opportunity to flex those muscles. Yep. But what I love hearing from you, and I, this is so cool to me, because I, I had a post that was degree versus experience, and I saw some other things about that. And my personal perspective is, you know what? A degree is awesome. However, when you get to that point, if that's what you need to go after, as soon as you get that, that's not your ending point. Mm -hmm. That's just your starting point is when you get the piece of paper that says, I just accomplished all this, because then you actually start learning the job rather than just the knowledge. For sure. And I love hearing you say things like, I didn't learn any of this in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's so true. And you don't really understand that unless you go through it and then you get that real world or, you know, real yeah. experience within the job that you're in. Um, and you have people like yourself who invest in tools and events to go to and other people, yeah. mentors and you name it. Um, but yeah, I, I went to a small Christian school, uh, majored in marketing, uh, graduated, got an um, internship um, that led to a full-time job. And I, like Rick said, I wasn't given the proper tools to actually do what I wanted to do or learn what I should have been learning. Um, and I saw that too. I, I worked for my dad since I was been 15. Um, and he never really wow. had a marketing, like, and no sort of marketing department or anything. He just kind of did whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I went into, I was really interested in marketing because I saw that he had a need for it, but never really invested yeah. in that. And I was like, oh, it could be so much bigger. It could be so much more, you know, if he just did a little bit. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why I went into it. But I graduated college and and then, yeah, I got my other job. And then I went with Rick and Rick's like, look, look at this tool. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And I just learned from other people. And I never really, you know, they don't teach you how to use ClickFunnels you know, they don't teach you Facebook ads or how to um, craft an ad or anything like that in, yeah. in school. It's it's totally different. So being with Reach Out and Rick Jordan for two and a half years, I've learned more than, gosh, I've learned the four years of my college It's experience. so fun to watch. For me, it is. Yeah, I it. nerd out on like <laughs> automations and Infusionsoft or building funnels all day. You are a crazy, crazy good integrator. And uh, I mean, that, take that as, please, a huge compliment because I, I love being able to just, this is one of the things that really blows my mind about you in a very, very good way is that I'll come up with just an idea. You know, and I remember this with a newsletter. I just came up with the idea and said, what if we did this? And then it was like two days late. Two days later, it wasn't even a, hey, let's do this. It was like, it was just an out loud question. And that was really like the end of the thought process. Two days later, you're like, okay, I'm ready. Whole thing's created. We're ready to go. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, I hope that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Well, that's one thing I've learned, too, over time. Like, I, yes, I go to you and I, I ask, like, hey, is this cool? But, like, a lot of times I, and you've, ingrain this in me. I you don't I don't need your approval for every little tiny thing yeah, that I yeah. do. And I know you trust me 
with a lot. So, but that's something I've learned over the time too. So yeah, there's um, I mean, you have a, you have a skill set that I don't, which is one reason you're here. The second reason is because you're just super cool, and you fit as a culture fit. You're an awesome human being. You have a really good heart, and your abilities to do these kinds of things. And this is something for other bosses, other leaders out there too, that I learned a while back is it's time to delegate something when somebody would do it 70% the way that you would do it or 70% the right way, right? Which means, and I start thinking the flip side and maybe this will turn you off a little bit to this too, but you're thinking if I can clone myself, no, no, no. If, you, if you're gonna clone yourself, there's gonna be a lot of yous running around. I can't imagine a lot of other Rick Jordans running around because that would freak the heck out of me <laughs> if that was the case. But that means that 30% of the time, that individual is not going to do it the right way. So seven out of 10 times are gonna rock the world, but three out of 10 times are just not gonna turn out too well. And that's okay, because that allows that person to flex their muscles. And I mean, I work out a lot, and when you work out, your muscles get torn. That's how they grow. When you actually injure yourself, that's what working out is. You're intentionally injuring yourself so that you can grow stronger. It's crazy, and I'm almost knocking over my water, but hey. And, for you, I love seeing you flex your muscles, and I love seeing you at times be like, oh, well, that didn't work out too well. Right. And you learn a lot about yourself during that process, too. Like, you know, I'm strong in certain areas, but I suck doing certain things. And so you delegate that to other people. You outsource it. And you, yeah, you just learn a lot about where your strengths and weaknesses are. And that's okay. Yeah. You can't do it all. You never can do it all. No. And don't try, because it, we, this was earlier today, too. Why try? Right. Because you're going to do it slower, and you're going to do it not as good as somebody who actually has a skill set to be able to do that. Exactly. So focus on the things that you're really, really good at. And you might be able to do things. You might be able to do things to a certain point to get them done, but that only works for a certain time period until it slows your progress, your overall traction towards the goal that you're going after. Exactly. And it's frustrating during that time, too. Like internally, it's like, oh, why can't I get this done in the yeah. way that it should be done? And then, it, you know, the light bulb moment, you're like, well, if I uh -huh. want to just let the expert do it, then. You got it. Right. I like you asking me questions. Ask me a question. Oh, man. <laughs> um, gosh. No, I, I'm putting you on the spot. I don't know if I have it. Like you a, had one. I, did I? You did. You asked me about hiring people. Oh, yeah. The process that, that, yeah. No, I. That was like my main question for you, just because I, I've always wondered what it's like being in your shoes yeah. and, I don't know, managing or a whole office full of people and how You're they- You're about to find out. You know, about like interacting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a different viewpoint yeah. than what I'm used to. It's a, that's the biggest thing know. that I look at. I know I said it before, but that's a, when you have a tribe, you want to protect them. Mm -hmm. And that, that's, uh, even though I wanted to before, I never put much of a, and that's not the right phrasing. I was going to say, you don't, putting the right priorities on it, that's not it. But keeping that in focus, I guess, is a better frame of mind. And understanding that every decision you make as the leader, as the captain of the ship, affects that. You know, even if it's not involved in hiring people, you have to realize every decision that you make, whether it's good or bad, is going to affect the people who follow you. Yep. You know, and that's the thing that it shouldn't let it shouldn't ever stop you from making the decision. It should never hold you back from actually 
jumping over that line to say we're going to do something because inaction is horrible. Yeah. Inaction is also bad management. Just because you're afraid to make the decision, those are there's differences. I, I've talked to people before about this, maybe not on a podcast, but there's differences between managers and supervisors and actual leaders. You know, managers and supervisors just keep people on task. That's it. There are already given parameters that they are just making sure that that their team gets done. Mm-hmm. So, whereas leaders are actually saying they're the ones that are setting the course and saying this is where we're going, and that takes somebody who is not afraid to mess up. Right. Uh, that's it. And you're learning that too. Oh, yeah. In what you're doing, and mm-hmm. I love seeing that because uh, I think you were two and a half years ago afraid to mess up. Oh yeah. But now, I mean, what, what? I mean, give me an example because I don't know from your perspective because you've made mistakes. I make mistakes. Yeah, yeah you make mistakes. But mm-hmm. what do I do when? And I, I'm wondering your perspective because I can't even articulate it myself. But uh, what's your perspective when I find out that you make a mistake in something? No, it's like you said. Like you're never angry, and I don't think anger is ever the way to handle a situation at all. Um, but you, you I'm always say. Okay, you did it this way. Maybe let's try doing it this way and see why the other way didn't work or you know wh- how this is going to be a better way or let's work together to find a better way. Yeah. Um, you're always encouraging people to use that mistake and to learn from it and to move past it and I don't know, not dwell on it, I guess. Well, that's good. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know. That's the perspective I've gotten. I don't know if someone else from <laughs> the office would have a different perspective, but that's what I've gotten. And I've only ever made one mistake. I'm kidding. Oh, have you? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Which one was that? Hmm. What was that one mistake? I don't even remember. See that? Well, to your yeah. point, you don't dwell on it. Yeah, and you deal with it and you move on. Right, and I think that was a learning curve for me is not beating yourself up over it. Yeah, and I know a lot of like a lot of people take it personally. And I, I do to I still do a little bit, but I've learned to not dwell on it for as long as I used to. Yeah. And again, use it to better myself in the future. There's ways that, yeah. there's ways to do that, and not everybody's perfect at that either. No. I mean, I'll look in the mirror. I'm like, man, Rick, we, you really sucked it up today. You know what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that. But then the next day, it's like, all right, that's done. Let's figure out a way to get out of this hole now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a. I put myself here. I know I can get myself out. If you put yourself there, you actually here's something to take away from this today. One thing, because this is so freaking true. People put themselves in holes. They dig themselves in this pit and they feel, okay. well, now I need help to get out. That may be the case. You may need help to get out of that because it may just be that deep of a hole that you need somebody else's help. But it still requires action on your part. Mm -hmm. And the thing to realize is that when you get into that hole, because you're the one that dug that hole, because you're the one that made those actions to get into that pits, you have the perfect capability to get yourself out of that also. Right. You just have to look around and realize where you're at in order to realize where you need to get to. Exactly. It's awesome that you fell in that hole, that you even maybe had the shovel in your hands because now you can learn from this thing. Yep. And you not only know how to make the mistake, you also know how to recover from the mistake at the same time. And now your knowledge is just doubled because you made a mistake. It's not just making the mistake and saying, I'm never going to do that again. It's making the mistake and then learning how to recover from that same fall and getting back up. Right. If I could add to that, I think Please. surrounding yourself with people with that mindset is extremely important too. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Um, otherwise, how are you ever going to change that if you don't see other people with that mindset, with the positive mindset? Yeah, and that could even you know? be like the start of that, of mm-hmm. getting out of that pit, too, is changing the people that are around that you. That goes back to the, the culture, Here too. Here we are. It's like full freaking circle. <laughs> <laughs> it always tends to happen yeah. this way on the show, you know? <laughs> yep. but that's it. That's yeah. so awesome. Wow. 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 Mind blown. I know. Oh, I love it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's got to be like a meme, like a boomerang. <laughs> you know, oh, now be. you got it. I know. Now it's on film. Hey. <laughs> Laura's got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. So, what are you looking forward to in the next six months? Oh, this event. Yeah? Yes. And what's going to come from it, I guess? I think this is going to be a huge jumping off point for just everyone involved. Yeah, right on. Um, and a large learning curve as well. Um, you never thought you'd be in a podcast in seventeen no, countries. No, you know you? I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> I'm guessing. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, uh, it was fourteen a couple months ago, and now I hear it's more. I don't know how many, but I'm just guessing. But. Yeah. But no, so that's awesome. the event, the All In Growth Conference in September. Yeah, that's it's going to be badass and yeah, life changing. Yeah, it is. You can already tell. That's what it's supposed to be too. Right. When you learn things, you know, the, talking about those pits, you've got to show others what your mistakes are. You know, and don't. There's a mentor of mine that told me this before: is the story that you don't want to tell is the one that you should tell the most. Yes. Uh, and that's because other people can learn from that and see how you were able to overcome that, how you fell on your face, and not so much how you fell on your face, but how you were able to get back up, and that's going to inspire them. Yeah, it's to really, be able to do the same. You become relatable. Because there's yeah. a lot of people that could be in some somewhat of a similar situation, and they think that they're the only ones. But yeah. really, there's other people that have been there and have gotten through it. And right on. I think that's great. Uh, I think we gave about 18 things instead of one thing <laughs> yeah, today. Sorry. There might have been one thing, but I think that was, <laughs> that's when I was on a on a roll a little bit ago. But do you have something that you can leave with everybody today? Yeah, I I feel like I have two. Sweet. Um, one's more culture yeah. based, but um, I think like if you're out there looking for a job and you're interviewing, just keep the culture aspect of it in mind because I think a lot of people don't think about that. I think they think about their the actual job description rather than the the people that they're around and the environment and um, how that's going to affect what they do. Yeah. Um, and second, take the opportunities that your boss or your coworkers give you to learn the tools like in, invest in the tools that he's investing for you and for you if that makes sense um, don't just set them aside i guess i think a lot of people do they don't actually use those tools to yeah to better themselves that's awesome yeah and where can everyone find you in social oh i don't know if you want to find me on social <laughs> i'm kidding um, at sarahan 14 that's where you can find me. Sweet. Two A's. Yes. A-T-A-N. Two A's. Yes. Awesome. That's awesome. All right, Petite Sarah. <laughs> <Had to laughs> that that came out of a WWW. It did. Yes, and it did. It's, it's stuck. That's for uh-huh. sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you Thank for you. doing that. This is awesome. Yeah, it is. Boom. There we go. Hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. 
And finally, share this episode with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening. I am Rick Jordan, and I approve this message. Some people always tell me that I sing Hootie really well. Can, mm-hmm. you, can you give us a little taste? It's alone by the lamppost. Not bad. Trying to find the thought that escaped in mind. It's a little deeper than that, though. The tone. Yeah. She says, Dad's the one I love the most. <laughs> Thoughts not far behind. She never lets me in. Only tells me where she's been when she's had too much to drink.